0: Facebook has just made a major announcement and released, I would say, a relatively major piece of software and a major update in AI. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about what that is and what the implications are for this in AI and a lot of other areas in tech. So what it's called is ImageBind. This is an, they actually released this open source. And essentially what this is doing um, is it's a way for you to train AI models based off of a lot more data than just the traditional image, or text to image, or image to video, or image to audio that we're we're used to seeing. So essentially what this thing can do is based off of a single sound, or based off of a single image, or based off of an input, it can create an entire environment. So you might be able to play um, an audio clip of a street in New York, and it will be able to turn that into a picture and then into a video of what that street would look like based off of context clues. And so. This thing has a, a a couple different really interesting um, inputs that it takes In as far as uh, what it uses to create these context clues. It works with five different areas, so text obviously, um, depth, it can tell the depth of an image um, and it can use that to create uh, different things for videos, making 3D uh, things, etc. It can do heat mapping so actual like temperature of a room it can detect from an image and it can put that into its calculations um audio so the sound like i mentioned before and also IMU which essentially IMU is what is called um internal as an internal measurement unit and essentially in it what it is is a sensor that provides motion data in a time series format so it can detect if an object has moved and the series of time, so it's like tracking that object, I guess, in the most simple terms. They released this open source on GitHub at the moment, and it has over um, 5,000 stars, um, and so this is obviously a project that's doing really well. Actually, I believe it's 4.8 thousand stars as of this moment, and um, it's a project that's doing really well and getting a lot of interest, and so I actually think this is gonna make some massive leaps forward for AI, And essentially, um, this is going to go away from what we're typically used to, right? We have things like these image generators, like Mid Journey, Stable Diffusion, Dolly, that essentially are just pairing words with images and allowing you to create like a visual scene based off of that text you gave it. And so now this is going to be a much broader net. It's going to be able to link text, images, video, audio, 3D measurements, which is the depths we were talking about, temperature data, like literally thermal. um, And then all of this motion data from the um the imu and it does this essentially without ever having to first train on every possibility it's essentially um i think what's the early stages of a framework that could eventually generate really complex environments um, from an input as simple as text so you could put a text prompt into this you could put an image into this you could put an audio recording into this or some combination of those three right like you could put um some audio and a prompt and have it generate something but anyways what i think this is going to be really powerful for Obviously, I believe this is going to be really big as far as moving machine learning um, forward in like really p- bringing it to what human learning is, right? Because when we are in an environment, when we're in a busy street in New York and we hear, you know, taxis going down the road and cars rushing by and birds flying and people all around us, like we learn based off of all of this data that our computer, our mind, our self is in like is internalizing and we know like what situations are safe, what areas are good, what places are familiar. We have all these different context clues and like we have so many different pieces of data that we're inputting um, to make our decisions. And Up until this point, AI is right now just relying on text input. So they're creating this model where this AI can can take inputs like all sorts of inputs um, and it can create scenarios. Now, a lot of people are talking about the fact that they believe the reason that Facebook is coming out with this and uh, working on this and open sourcing this, giving this to the public, is because they want to create powerful tools for VR, right? This is a perfect uh, application for VR. It's kind of a no brainer. Um, Developers, really, it could take a lot of the legwork off of developers who are trying to develop, you know, really realistic scenes and images and places with sounds and um, all of these different stimuli stimuli, uh, inside of the VR to make it seem as realistic as possible. They can now, you know, maybe they put like, uh, a background track of a specific location, and if an AI can now generate what that location looks like, that saves them so much time and energy. Like, can you even imagine the amount of energy it would save them not having to recreate environments and scenes and locations uh, for video games, for example, or for you know meditation apps or all sorts of things? So I really do think this is really powerful, uh, really immersive technology um, for VR. Um, but then overall, for AI in general, this is going to be massive in like the film industry um in all sorts of different industries um that really have like this multi-sensory kind of uh situation that you are looking for. So I think right now you can obviously use mid journey um to you throw give it a prompt, you know, like a dog that's on top of a rock, that's holding a ball, that's um, wearing a bow tie, and it's gonna create, you know, the the crazy situation for you. Um and Now, I think with ImageBind, you're eventually going to be able to create a video of that dog in that situation with corresponding sounds and you'll be able to include, you know, like a detailed suburban living room or the room's temperature, the precise location, and anything else that you think fits into that scene or, well, anything else it thinks should should fit into that scene can um, be created. So, meta-researchers, they were commenting on this and they said... This creates distinct opportunities to create animations out of static images by combining them with audio prompts. Um, For example, a creator could couple an image with an alarm clock and a rooster crowing and use a crowing audio prompt to segment the rooster or the sound of the alarm clock. Uh, to segment the clock and animate both into a video sequence. So, really powerful for video, I think for video games that's obviously going to be big. I think at the same time, content creators are going to be able to make like really immersive videos with realistic soundscapes and movements just based off of text and image or audio input. I could even see a world where I took this podcast and a picture of myself sitting in front of my desk and had it recreate, you know, me talking in front of my desk and making the video instead of me having to record, you know, theoretically. So a lot of really amazing um, technology coming out that I think is going to really help enable this. Um, Another interesting thing that they did say was in typical AI systems, there is a specific embedding that is vectors of numbers that can represent data and the relationship to machine learning for each respective modularity. So that's what Meta said. They said image bind shows that it is possible to create a joint embedding space across multiple modularities, without needing to train on data, with um, every different combination of module of modularities. So it's important because it's not feasible for researchers to create data sets with samples that contain, for example, audio data and thermal data from a busy city street, or depth data and a text description of a seaside cliff. So I think all in all, Meta really just kind of views the this technology as eventually expanding into it, the, like all of your current six senses, so to speak. And so, while they explored six modua- uh, modularities in their current research, they believe that introducing new ones that link as many senses as possible, like touch, speed, smell, brain F-R- FMRI f MRI signals, will enable richer human centric AI models. That literally is a quote. Okay. This is, I think, the biggest thing I've learned from all of this and a takeaway that I hope if you listen to my AI mind-reading podcast, and in case you didn't and you think I'm, like, crazy, they created an AI that can read your mind. They put you under an fMRI scanner. um, And, well, essentially, they put a bunch of people under there, had them listen to some things and uh, listen to, like, podcasts for 16 hours, visualize it, and then they trained it off of the transcript of the podcast and what was happening to their brain while they listened to it. And then they could have people go under it, read something and visualize what they were reading. And then the AI was able to translate and write down everything they read. So reading their mind, essentially. Okay. the reason this is relevant is because they literally said, while we explored six modularities in our current research, we believe that introducing new modularities that link as many senses as possible, like touch, speech, smell and brain fMRI signals, fMRI signals will enable rich human centric AI models, blah, blah, blah fMRI signals. What does this mean? This means my prediction is almost certainly correct. My prediction was that they were going to be able to stick fMRI scanners into VR headsets and that those VR headsets are going to be able to read your mind essentially. Do you think like, would you put that fa- past Facebook first off, uh, meta, whatever. Um, they have an ads business. They want to f- know every little bit of piece- personal information about you. In fact, a lot of people don't know I'm in marketing and Facebook literally, they have, um, they obviously have a profile on every single person that's on their platform. They, they add a ton of data to that profile that you never gave them. They will literally go to credit bureaus and buy data from them about you, um, and add it to there so that they know what your annual income is. They know what your credit score is. And people are able to target ads at you based off of that. They buy third-party data from, um, like thousands of sources to create the most complex, profiles essentially on you and everything you do and see outside of Facebook, irrespective of Facebook, just so their ads business is better. So would you put it past them to literally like what they just said that, um, having brain F MRI signals is going to make their AIs better. Would you put it past them to put that technology into a headset? And now a lot of people are like, Hey, this is kind of crazy. Like as if, um, you know, like, because I've talked about, like, governments using this, and companies like Facebook, I specifically called out Facebook, and I'm also calling out Apple, because Apple already inputs health data scanning stuff into their, uh, their Apple Watch, so I, and Apple's going to drop a headset, so Facebook drops this technology, Apple's going to drop it, and they're going to say, like, hey, this is to help detect brain aneurysms and a bunch of other things, (laughs) sorry, this podcast is turning into the, uh, um, the conspiracy theory hour. I gave you the the data and now this is what I also think will happen from this and by the way, as far as conspiracy theory, this is not a conspiracy theory I I will bet you money that this will actually happen because they literally put this in their press release that the fMRI set uh, data is gonna make it more of a rich experience aka they have to get that data from somewhere and since you're not gonna go into an fMRI scanner um they're going to they're gonna have to get it from you somehow. So it's going to come from VR headsets. Um, and anyways, people are like, oh man, but those machines are so big. Well, I was doing a bunch of research and back in 2013, they actually created a technology to get those uh, those devices in a much, much smaller form factor. And so I-, I believe just based off of the advancements they had back in 2013, I didn't hear a lot about it since, but they're going to get that thing into a headset, 100%. They're going to get that into a VR headset and then they'll be able to read your mind. And when they show you an ad on your VR headset in your metaverse, they're going to be able to detect like, did you react positively or negatively to it? They're also literally going to be able to read the thoughts in your mind. So that's kind of alarming, like the words you're thinking. Um, And beyond just the words you're thinking, there's a lot of data that has come out or not data, there's a bunch of research like these AI reports that came out where they are able to you, you can visualize a face, and they can draw the face. You can also visualize a scene, and they can draw the scene. Like, they can recreate it in an image. And it's not as obviously as powerful as, like, mid-journey. It's not, like, quite literal. And some of the pictures, like, like visualize this face, you visualize it, and it's, like, a little bit off. But come on. This technology is going to get better. They literally can pull images out of your mind and literal phrases, words, text, and thoughts out of your mind. So, in any case, uh, do with that what you will. But, uh... I, for one, will probably not use any technology that has an fMRI scanner in it that is scanning my brain, or has a capability even if they say they won't, Um, because imagine like third party hacks on something like that, where like you're using an app and it like accesses your fMRI scanning like capabilities of your device, and it's like, oops, wasn't supposed to do that, like all... Like, phones have had similar hacks where, like, hey, delete this app because it's, like, a spyware app. Okay, yeah, would you like a spyware app on your VR headset that's reading your literal thoughts, transcribing them, and sending them to a foreign government or a company or any organization? In any case, um, I think this is probably a good place to end off on this uh, podcast episode. This is going to be a very big place to keep watching. I think this has a lot of implications for AI. This this may be one of the biggest um, it shifts in the entire industry. We're moving from text to output to any sort of sense to output, and uh, including the fact that Facebook would like to get f MRI sca- uh, information from you. So an area we'll be following. Thanks so much for joining us today.